You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number seventy-eight. Hey, today we've got a special guest on the podcast. We've got Dawn Charles from Oregon, USA, and she is incredibly successful, has an amazing career, takes amazing photos, and has a lot of incredible presets. So you might know her from her preset game. She's been around since 2016 selling presets, and she's really at the top of the preset game. When I say presets, I'm talking about photo editing presets. So today we're talking about digital products. We're talking about presets, selling presets, creating guides, why to dorm, how they can make you extra money, how they can save you time, how you can use them for marketing and how to actually make a guide and things to think about. So lots of fire, lots of things that are coming up in today's episode. And I'm glad that Dawn is here to share her knowledge with you guys. Hey, you've been hearing me talk about this for a long time now, but the six figure business map is open for enrollment today. I'll say that again. The six-figure business map is open for enrollment today. We've got the free masterclass to celebrate, but really it's just a big ceremony to invite everyone in. We have thousands of people that have registered for this free masterclass. It's going next level. We've hired a venue. We've got guest speakers. We really stepped up the production game and I want you to be there. If you're not going to join the six-figure business map, it doesn't matter. I am actually teaching a free masterclass as well. And I'm giving away three secrets on creating a profitable wedding photography business in 2021. So I want you to be part of that. To go and sign up, you can just head over to my website. If you're on the mailing list, you're going to get an email or you can get over to my Instagram and the link in my bio on my Instagram at jialong.co. You can find it right there. Register and I'm going to see you there. It's going to be live. We've actually got Dawn Photo, we've got Kate, we've got a couple of different guest speakers. There's going to be live bonuses that you won't want to miss. And seriously, if you're thinking like 2021 is the time for you to step out of being average, having average results, getting the same results every year, not having someone to keep you accountable, you want to level up, you want to hit those goals that you set at the start of this year, all those things. That's what this is about. I'm seriously, I'm here, I'm ready. And if you are ready to take your business to another level, then this is seriously the program that's going to help you do that. I can't wait to keep you accountable, give you the tools that you need and welcome you into such a supportive, authentic community that want to see the best results for you. So without further to do, let's head over to the interview and talk to Dawn Charles. We're here with Dawn Charles. Dawn is from Oregon. She's in Bend, Oregon, which I've been there once before. Beautiful place of the world. Oregon is definitely probably my favorite state in the US because you have deserts, you have forests, you have coasts, you have basically everything wrapped up into one state, which is really, really incredible. But we're going to talk to Dawn today about a few different things. We're going to talk about how she made a break. We're going to talk about digital products because in this day and age, it's so important to create products for information, for extra income. There's so many different reasons why you would have different products online for your clients, for your tribe. And we're going to dig in and ask those hard questions today. So, hey, Dawn, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Hey, just to introduce yourself, I'd love to hear a little bit how you made your break, how you became the successful wedding photographer that you are today, and a little bit of the journey for the listeners. 
Yeah, for sure. So I started my interest in photography back in high school. It started just as a hobby, but I knew that I wanted to eventually do something creative with a career in the future. So I ended up studying photography in college and then just fell in love with it and was like, I need to somehow make a career where I can be my own boss and use something creative. And I started just getting asked by friends or acquaintances to shoot weddings and engagements. And I had no idea what I was doing. I knew like the photography side and was pretty comfortable with the medium, but just knew nothing about the business side. And so I started reaching out to other photographers that I had heard of in my area and ended up getting this internship with a wedding photographer. And she kind of took what I knew and helped push me into launching a business. So I shadowed her for a while and second shot for her. And then the next year, my business just took off because I feel like I had built that foundation for four years of studying it in school. And then from there, I just kind of started mentoring others and using what I learned from my internship and from school to help other new photographers kind of establish their business. And I feel like the big turning point for me was when I launched my presets because I was getting asked a lot about editing and um, if I could help people, you know, with presets or editing. And that kind of put me into the education world. And then I pivoted a little bit towards offering online education and shooting a little bit less so that I could um, focus on providing online education for other photographers. That sounds really cool. Hey, so it sort of sounds like you fell into it because I think a lot of people, when they see a photographer, they're like, man, I want to I want to go full-time. I want to hustle. Like, what do I need to do? And they need to try and find their first lead. By, but, but what you're saying, people were already asking you, so you didn't have to find that first lead and you were like sort of straight in there working. Yeah, I didn't really go into studying photography with the plan of being a wedding photographer at first. And I actually got asked randomly to shoot my first wedding right out of high school, just because someone had no budget for a photographer and they knew I had a camera and had just taken a high school class. And so I shot my first wedding at 18, hadn't even been to a wedding on my own (laughs) since I was like 12, knew nothing about shooting a wedding at all. And from there, like I got asked randomly to shoot another wedding of a suite mates, like the following year in college. And then yeah, it slowly just started happening. I was using my roommate for some of my projects for school to be a model. And her friends started seeing some of our portrait sessions. And then I just started organically getting asked by people who were seeing those photos. So yeah, it really did just kind of fall into my lap. That's so cool. And then when you're ready to like sort of take it serious and take it to another level, you found a mentor and a mentor. Was that a bit of a game changer for you? Like having someone that had a proven path, like a success path that you could actually follow and take a bit of a shortcut? Totally. That helped so much because I remember meeting with a professor and asking, like, at what point are we going to learn the business side? Because I want to start a business and take everything that we've learned and turn it into something and make it a career. But we don't know anything about marketing or finances or anything like that. So how are we going to take all of this and make it into something? And he's like, well, that's not our job to teach you the business side. So you're kind of on your own. And so I feel like without that mentorship, I would be pretty lost with starting my own business. It's so so weird, isn't it? And I actually think this a lot. I was having a conversation with someone the other day 
And they were actually saying to me that they didn't want to like sign up to my program to learn the business. And then we got talking, but they actually have uh, 90,000 in student debt loans to the course that they did to learn to become a photographer. And then they didn't want to pay a couple of thousand to learn how to make money from that course to pay off the debt. And I think so many of us have it so backwards, but the education system has it backwards. Like why aren't they teaching us how to do simple things like simple accounting, like a simple marketing, getting a lead or something like that. And I guess that's why the industry is blowing up right now of educators because there's literally no resources out there for people, you know, to find their way. Totally. It was really frustrating for me because I, yeah, I went into it thinking like, oh, I'll learn how to be a successful photographer. But if you just know how to take the photos and you don't know how to market that or sell that, I feel like you don't really have much. You're going to, I mean, maybe you'll grow your Instagram or something, but you need the like practical skills to be able to take that into the real world and make something out of it. So yeah. Mm. And I think a lot of people, um, like the last generation, a lot of people would say like, build it and they will come. And I believe right now, like where there's so much saturation in the market and stuff, like you just can't build it and think people are going to come and you can't just rely on like photos speak for themselves because man, everyone's an incredible photographer. Everyone has a voice, but if you're not getting it in front of the people that need what you have, then what, what, what's the good of taking those amazing photos? And I think it's so important to be able to actually actually provide a service and, and service your clients and create something so you can continue doing what you love for years to come. Yeah. It's really hard to stand out today because everyone has access to the same gear and education and presets and all of that. But yeah, I feel like you need to really invest and learn and market and infuse your personality and all of that in order to actually stand out above everyone else. It's so incredible. One more question I actually want to ask you because I know my listeners will want to hear this. When you were like ready to find a mentor, like how did you actually, you personally find your mentor? So I started not knowing anyone in the industry because I was just in school and a student. And I feel like this was before Instagram really took off. So I was kind of lost and alone in this industry as I was getting into it. But um, I reached out to a friend who had just gotten married and she referred me to this local photographer. And so I found her and just, I think I followed her or reached out to her But I remember it was just perfect timing because she had just posted that she was looking for an intern and she said she was taking applications. And so I just applied online and she, I was waiting to hear back. And I remember it was like a week or so. And I was so eager to hear back if I got the internship and she ended up meeting with three photographers and interviewing us. And then I ended up getting it. So yeah, it was kind of old school back then. I think it might've been like even through Facebook or something that I found her, but I feel like now we just have such an online community and access to so many people all over the world. And so I feel like it makes it really easy for us to find someone that we connect with. And then there's no harm in reaching out and asking if someone's looking for something and you might get lucky and someone that you connect with actually needs someone on their team. So cool. And I believe in like business coaches so much. I actually just um, signed up for my business coach again for another six months. And it's the biggest investment I've ever made in myself. And um, I just had a session with him before this podcast. And like, it was the best money I've ever spent because now I feel so much more confident. I feel like I got clarity. I feel like I'm not wasting my time on things that are not working. And I feel like I can actually reach my goals this year. And just having that, just having that confidence, like that's worth the money in itself, you know? Because when you're lost and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Even just the reassurance that 
because I've had people come to workshops or watch my courses and they're like, I knew a lot of this, but just knowing that I'm doing it right. And someone to like confirm that for me is so helpful with my confidence of like, okay, I can keep moving forward because I know I'm on the right track. Hey, so we want to talk about digital products today. So I want to know like, why are you passionate about digital products? How have they helped you, helped your business, helped change your life? And we're going to go in from there. Yeah. So like I said earlier, my big like stepping stone into digital products was launching my presets a few years back. And the main reason that I considered doing it was I was just consistently getting asked about editing and people were needing help with that. So I really wanted to listen to my audience and just see like if if this is a demand that people have, why not just put that out there and see how it does. And I really had low expectations for it. I thought maybe I'll sell a couple hundred packs of them and that'll be it, but it'll be a great side hustle. And they ended up just really taking off and have totally pivoted my entire business and my entire life. So one great thing about digital products is that there isn't a huge risk involved. You're not opening up a brick and mortar. You're not pouring in a ton of money into something. Um, There's not a lot of overhead cost. And so if they don't end up doing super well, you're not losing out on a ton of investment. And another big draw to it for me was because I was pregnant at the time that I launched them. And that year leading up to it, I we had just moved to Oregon from California and I had been shooting a ton and a lot of it was out of state because of our move and just because of expanding my business. And so that whole year I was on a plane almost every weekend and pregnant and shooting alone. And I was like, I can't keep doing this and I can't do this when I have a newborn. So I need to figure out some sort of supplemental income or something. So that was a big bonus for me was to be able to create multiple revenue streams and to be able to make money from home while I'm being a mom and just not having to leave every weekend. So those were the two main reasons for me, but also just like after going through that internship and I come from a family of teachers and I have always just had the mindset of paying it forward. Or, um, if I'm able to help people grow their business, you know, why not do that? I just have a passion for teaching and helping people. And so if people that followed me had this desire or like demand and I could fill that for them, then why not try to do that? So those were my main reasons for initially launching them. It sounds like it's absolutely changed your life, changed your business and changed everything. Hey, can I ask you, when you first created those presets, did you think this is just going to be a hit or did you have doubts in yourself and think like, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell that many? I totally had doubts. I thought... I would maybe sell... I think at that point, I'm trying to remember how many Instagram followers I had at that point, but I was like, my audience isn't huge. It's not small, but it's it's not like I can just sell hundreds of thousands of these and you know only live off of this. But I feel like because of that, it kind of grew my audience because they just became popular and people were referring their friends. And then I started being becoming known for the presets. And yeah, they did way better than I expected. And I thought they would die out quickly. And they've just continued to grow and grow and led into a lot of other things. So I'm super thankful for that. Did you feel nervous when you put them out to the world? Was there anything there that you sort of had to kind of crush those limiting beliefs and go, no, like, you know, this is going to be good? 
I did. Yeah. Cause I had never launched anything like that before. I didn't know a lot about the technical side of it or just what it is like to do e-commerce or just putting myself out there as an educator. Like, will people take me seriously? Do I have enough credibility to, you know, sell something like this? And at that time, there weren't a lot of photographers out there selling presets. Now it's a really common thing. But four years ago, I felt like it was me and a couple other photographers, at least that I was following. And other than that, just like Visco and, you know, the big companies, but mm. all photographers weren't really doing that as much. And so I was like, this is like a new thing and a risk. And I don't really know what's involved with that. And I don't know what's involved with customer service and, you know, people wanting like, you know, help with editing now or coming to me with all these questions. Like, do I know enough technical stuff about Lightroom? But it ended up working out. And I feel like I've learned a lot through the process. Did you know optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand, get you a much higher conversion rate and get you more traffic from search engines? I've been using Pepperstone Media for years, so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 US off a Pepperstorm copywriting package so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash Pepperstorm. That's jialong.co forward slash Pepperstorm. That's so cool. So one of the big things it's obviously helped you with with just that one digital product is um it's made you extra income extra revenue in a time when you couldn't travel and do things like that which is absolute game changer but we can also make digital products to do another thing too and that's save time and like what what do you think about like creating something that's going to save us like a little bit of time like guides or something like that for sure yeah and I think, yeah, that's another thing is I don't have to be tied down to a specific schedule. I can put a lot of work in one season and then reap the benefits the following seasons. And it's something that consistently is bringing in revenue as you're sleeping, as you're on vacation. It definitely frees up your schedule so that you can really invest in your business and work a lot when you want to. And when it's convenient for your schedule and your family and your lifestyle. And then, you know, enjoy the benefits of that after the fact. And you can kind of make it as much or as little work as you want. Obviously, if you have a schedule with shoots and weddings, it's kind of a specific amount of work and time that's required of you. But with digital products, you can make them a huge production or you can make them very simple like a PDF and you can create hundreds of them or you can create one. And so it's kind of there's a lot of freedom in that of being able to kind of choose how you want to create them and how much time you want to spend on them and then how much you get in return. You know, like a lot of people have always got ideas for digital products and things that they could create or they don't have ideas yet and they're always racking their brain thinking like, what kind of idea could I have? What's a tip there when you're thinking like to find the idea or to validate the idea? I think a huge thing is listening to your audience. And with mine, the question that I was always getting was about editing at first. And so I was like, this is what my audience wants from me. This is what they see I have value in. And so I listened to that and it's changed over the years and I've gotten new you know, questions. But 
kind of listen to like, what are people DMing you about? What are people um, asking questions about? What are people emailing you about? And if you're not getting a ton of questions, then maybe put some polls out there or a survey or send an email out to your email list and ask what people want to see more of. And I feel like Instagram has made it really easy on us to kind of get feedback from our audience. And I would use that and um, take full advantage of it because you will find a lot of just value in what your audience has to say and who they are and what they want from you and what they see as special in what you offer. Yeah, that's so cool. And I just wanted to really drive that point home to the listeners because so many people ask me all the time, like, what kind of product should I make? Or what could I offer that people want and things like that? And if you're trying to look inwards to trying to find those things, like you're going to find a passion project, but you need to look outwards and you need to solve a problem. Like if someone's contacting you about a problem that they have, if you can solve that in an easy and effective way, that they can just jump on, swipe their credit card and their problem solved, then you're going to solve your own money problems. And it's so important to remember that because as photographers, we forget that because we're providing a different service. But when it comes to the digital space, if you want to make an impact, think about what people always ask you. What's your expertise? What can, what can you bring to the table? Hey, so my next little thing I want to go on to, this is um, for people that don't want to just sell presets, they want to help their clients. So this is for photographers, wedding photographers, designers, anyone out there that's listening. So saving time with your clients, same thing. So clients are often, and you'll start real, like noticing this, especially as you get more busy, that they ask the same questions a lot. And one could be, what should I wear during the engagement shoot? Or one could be, what's some great locations? Or one could be, you know, what, whatever the questions are. And when you start seeing these questions over and over, perhaps you could make a digital product to help you save time in your own workflow. What do you think about that, Dawn? Absolutely. I learned so much and saved myself so much time by making guides for my clients and answering their questions before they had them. And I always am very intentional about sending my clients a lot of information and education so that they feel super taken care of and informed. And then, yeah, it saves me from answering the same questions over and over. And so I have also made guides for photographers to, or I guess they're templates for photographers to use to make those same guides for their clients. So like a wedding handbook and a couple session guide to prepare your clients for the best wedding photos that they can get and explain, you know, timeline and dinner and ceremony and the light and getting ready photos and all of that. And then a couple's handbook to explain, you know, your mindset before the session and how you as a photographer direct them and tips on what to wear and how to choose a location and all of that. So I feel like it's so beneficial for both your clients and yourself because you're all on the same page. Um, They feel informed and not left in the dark. They feel like you are being on top of it and taking care of them. And they consider you an expert now because you have provided them with all this education that they never probably even thought of. Yeah. Do you, I don't know. Do you give a price guide? So like some people give PDF price guides or information booklets as well, things like that make the process easier. And then also, which forgive me, I can't say this word and I don't know why and I try all the time, but to get that reciprocity, reciprocity, can't I never <laughs> say the word. Basically where 
you know, when people are trying to like you're giving something to someone and they want to give back and creating like a guide like that, or, you know, a good example. And a lot of us say like, oh, we don't want to use PDFs anymore because it's old school and want something new. But I was hiring my architect not too long ago. And instead of him sending me just to a page on his website, like a, a bunch of other people did, he actually sent me a price guide. So I went back to my computer and I opened it and it was, it was just so thought out answered every question before I had the question. And I feel like I actually booked that guy because I was so impressed with how professional it was straight up that I trusted him so much more that he was going to do a great job on my build. So it's so interesting how like a little digital product can be underestimated like that as well. Yeah, totally. I send a price guide to anyone that inquires with me about couple sessions or weddings. And I try to make that as detailed as possible because that is kind of your step in the door and your handshake to a potential client. And usually they're inquiring with maybe five different photographers and that's kind of their way of comparing all of you. And that's their, besides your social media and your website, that's their first impression of you. And I feel like it says a lot about your level of professionalism and how on top of things you are and how organized you are with you know, if you're sending them a detailed price guide that's answering all their questions and including reviews and photos from your portfolio and, you know, explaining like, this is how I calculate travel costs. And these are some frequently asked questions. And here's how to take the next steps to book with me. And if they're getting that, and then someone else is just copying and pasting a list of prices in their email, they're going to be so much more drawn to your pricing guide because they're going to have this visual memory of that. And they're going to be like, wow, this person served me with so much information before I even paid them anything. And one of my best friends is engaged right now. And she is in the process of talking to different photographers to book someone. And she's been sending them all to me. And I am like seeing it from the other side right now. And it's so interesting seeing what people send in their initial email back and their pricing guide and how that really like plays a huge role in your client's mind. And her and I have talked about like, wow, I'm so impressed by this one. They sent you a pricing guide and they sent you a like wedding checklist to help you with just your overall like planning for your wedding. And they're sending you this like tips on creating a timeline and all this stuff. They're providing you with everything. Like you should definitely book with them. And so it really makes a huge difference and it doesn't take a ton on our part because we can just create that once and update it every so often and then send it out and make a big impact on all the inquiries that we're getting. That's so cool. I've, I've actually got another little question that leads on from that one now. You were talking about like, yeah, so a checklist for weddings and stuff like that. Do you believe that a digital product like that doesn't just have to be for your clients? It also could be used for marketing and attracting a new client? Um, you mean like as far as uh, just putting it out there as like a freebie for potential clients? Totally. Yeah, I think that serving your audience in as many ways as you can, whether that's serving other photographers that are or people in the same creative industry as you or potential clients, when they feel like they are getting a lot of content from you and being served without ever paying you anything, they're going to be a lot more willing to invest in you because they feel like one, they're thankful for all the content you've put out there, but two, they're going to think like, wow, if I got all of that for free, then how much more valuable will her or his content be 
that, that I'm paying for. So I know that they know their stuff. If this is all the stuff they're putting out for free and I'm sure that they have valuable content in their paid products as well. Yeah, that's so cool because I definitely see people using digital products, of course, for marketing. But if you, for instance, if you're a wedding photographer, you could easily put it on your Instagram and say, hey, send me your email and I'll, and I'll email you out this guide on how to a wedding planner or something like that. So make the process so much easier. So even if they weren't your clients, a lot of people are going to talk about you. You're going to be on their hard drive. And yeah, it's a great little way to get some extra emails and yeah. do some marketing. And I feel like I was intimidated by freebies and like digital downloads for a while until I actually tried to make one. And I was like, this could be literally a PDF that I download from like Google Drive. Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy at all. It can be so simple or Canva or whatever. And it can be things that I'm already talking about on in my Instagram captions or like that I'm putting on stories, but maybe just with like a little bit extra and you know, it doesn't have to be like this huge, massive production. It can be something really simple that can still, you know, incentivize people to give you their email address or connect with you on a, you know, deeper level rather than just following you on Instagram. So that leads me to my next question. If we have some money to invest in our business, of course, we can go and buy guides and templates from various places on the internet. Um, I know my wife by Lilu, she makes, you know, price guides and stuff like that for wedding photographers. But if you're a little bit more handy and you don't have a stack of cash, what would be your suggestions to creating a guide, creating a digital product and just going out there and, and making something? My suggestion is to, I personally really like Canva. And so I feel like if you aren't familiar with like, InDesign or Illustrator, and you just want to keep it really simple. I mean, first of all, you could just start with, like I said, like Google Slides or something very basic. But Canva has been a tool that I have used consistently over the past couple of years. And it has been so, such a game changer as far as like making Instagram stories, making pricing guides, making like literally anything that I need to design and have some sort of. PDF or, you know, JPEG or whatever of any graphic, there's so many options on there and it comes with so many templates that you can just use as a starting point and customize to make your own. And you can even upload your brand colors and your logo and your fonts and all of that. And it really makes it so easy and user-friendly that I feel like really anyone can do it. And then just download it as a PDF and put it, you know, as a private page on your website or have it as a link on your email list and just post it on your story or on your website as a pop-up and ask people for their email address. And it like really can be super simple. Just to really push home to the listeners there, what Dawn just said, don't overthink it. Make it simple. It doesn't have to be polished. doesn't have to be crazy, especially your first thing that you make. All you're trying to do is solve a problem for your clients. So if you can do that, then you're up and away. Hey, Don. so I just want to ask you one more question. What are you working on now? Are you looking forward to you know jumping in and creating more digital products into the future? I am. Yeah. So I have an online academy that's always growing. So that's something I'm always kind of working on, um, just consistently adding new courses and interviews to that. But tomorrow, actually, I'm launching presets for video. So um, we're launching LUTs presets. And then in the future, I have a couple of things coming up, like some contract templates and another desktop preset pack. 
That's so cool. So those LUTs, I'll link those in the show notes underneath this podcast. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll see those down there. Hey, and if you're going to download her LUTs, definitely leave us a review and let Dawn know that you love the podcast. (laughs) Dawn, thank you so much. I'll make sure that I get the word out there for those LUTs. I just want to say a big thank you for sharing your wisdom with my listeners. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun.